Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Reviewers, what's good? It's your man, Benny Blue, and damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season? Well, you can at our friends at TrendsCollab.com. TrendsCollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Benny Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order. And if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Just use the promo code free shipping at checkout. Check out our friends, trendscollab.com, and follow them at trendscollab. Trendscollab.com, the official merch provider for the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Hey, Bird Gang, this is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune in to the number one podcast on the web, my show, the JB and Benny Blue Review, right here on KSRN Arizona. Says right, ladies and gentlemen, boys yeah. and girls, welcome yeah. to yeah. episode one ninety four yeah. of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Ooh, the Wednesday live stream, baby. We are back at Doctor Bridges. Oh, he's rooted in the soil, baby. Because goddamn it, the review is here yeah, for your like streaming that. pleasure. Sir, like how are you feeling, good sir? Feeling damn good, man. Uh, Cardinals three and zero. We talk about that soon. Ooh, but, uh, gonna get to that. But other than that, man, just uh, everything love right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no need to be stressed. You know what I'm saying? Too blessed to be stressed type shit. Uh-huh. Uh, fam, good. I'm good. Everybody healthy. You know what I'm saying? I pray to God that that everybody out there reviews you and yours it's the same way. Man, we just chilling, bro. You know what I'm saying? Happy to see another one. This episode 194. Mm-hmm. Knocking on the big two Ooh. double O, buddy. Hey, hey, that 200 got to be crazy. First of all, we got to be yes. together. We got to be in the same room. Yeah. Right, that goes without saying. You know Correct. what I'm saying? So we're going to have to make it crack. You know what I'm saying? We might have, we're gonna have to make it crack, dog. Correct. In the words of Tyrone Biggums, we're going to have a $100,000 crack party, baby. It's going down. We go, we get the lip in Scottsdale or parts unknown, some shit. It's going down. Or maybe back here in L.A. But, uh, Probably probably the Seattle is going to be in La La Land. You know what I'm saying? I got to get back to the city. You know what I'm saying? I got too many people out there that that missed the boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Too many people I missed. You know what I'm saying? I ain't get a chance to holler at my brother. I ain't seen this fool in forever. You guys, you reviews, you wouldn't believe what everything is going on. I ain't seen Benny in, what is it, been two years? In the flesh in a while. Way damn too it, long. Damn it, two years, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I got a chance to see my boy Kevin when I went out there, but unfortunately Benny was in Michigan at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's where it's at, man. Like, we're getting back to normal, normal. Football in, full swing. Yeah, NBA just went back to training camp. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, MLB baseball, ball, 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 about to- Benny, it's, it's shit, man. Like, everything oh, yeah. like, NHL about to start back up. Like, shit, what? Fe- shit, fucking rugby, field hockey, you you name it. It's the you best time. It's the best time of the year for sports. So anybody who remembers the episode one hundred, right? Yeah. This correct. It's where they all converge. They all converge. So listen, man, we're gonna do something for two hundred. We did it big at Dave and Buster's in Hollywood for episode one hundred. So make sure to tap in. Uh, listen, man, we have a great show coming up. We got a very special guest interview. Oh, looking forward to this. This man is well traveled, got a lot of experience. We will reveal who it is in just a moment. Of course, week three recap and week four savage picks, baby. Look, Bird Gang people, go to the website, jbandbennyblueview.com. Get your official tissue, Cardinals merch. You see the goddamn banner. Super Kyler Bird Gang all day. You got the promo code information all right there to get you a smooth deal. And we were just watching our guys in the live stream shot to Casual Sports, KSRN Arizona. They were live streaming right before we came on. And, uh, of course, we are all part of the uh, Believe Podcast Network. Uh, JB, last night you had, a, you, had a night, you had a nice live stream. I, I had a live show, of course. Uh, what, did, what did the folks miss who need to go back and run that back on Boining Bridges, Tuesday, yeah, 7.30? Go check out Burning Bridges on the, uh, All About the Birds uh, on, on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? The AAT Sports Network on Twitter. Uh, check us out, man. Hit up the website. Go on YouTube, AAT Sports Network, and check out Burning Bridges, man. We had uh, my man Jamie Arrington on last night. Uh, funny dude, man, comedian. Uh, I, I put him in a category of one of the most interesting men in the world. Right? He, he's one of those guys that no matter what you got going on, you know what I'm saying, like he's 
He's going to have good stories. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's well-traveled. He's done a lot. So that's my dog, man. Good show. Uh, and then, you know, we're still getting to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, couple last couple episodes, thousand plus views, right? So yeah, you're doing numbers. I see yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we've shown we're doing decent things, man. So that's that shout out to the people that's I'm blessed to get on the show. Um, and then you know, what I'm saying great production team out of Philadelphia with the All About the Birds crew, man. So shout out to Chip, you know, what I'm saying Jay and uh, Johnny. my man Johnny, you, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, without a doubt, check that out. Yep, so run that run that back. You can still check that episode at AAT Sports underscore. Listen, if you want to get at us, of course, sponsorship questions, hate mail, JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. We see you guys falling in. We see the, the views creeping up. So make Benny, sure to drop a Benny, comment and a question. Benny, I'm surprised we don't get more hate mail, bro. Like that, that's one thing that's I know. Well, that it's because surprises I, me. It's because I've been asking for, I've been asking for titties, but you were saying, nah, don't don't fall fall off on the titties. But uh, you know, maybe we'll get more hate mail because we're not getting any of the titty pics in the email. Not so you know, it's, just, it's it's you know, it's give and take. But look, I mean, hit us up, hit us up, people, <laughs> and drop in a comment just like Johnny did, or drop in a question. All right, Jamie, we're not going to hold this any longer. We have a special guest that is joining us. Why don't you do the honors for your good friend, good sir? Is he in the studio? He's in the studio. Oh, gotta bring him in. All right, good deal. All right, well, look, man, this, this young man, I had the pleasure of sitting beside him. I did an autograph session many uh, a couple that. weekends ago uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. You know what I'm saying? I had the pleasure of being paired up with this man. Uh, he is a journeyman of, of, of major epic proportions, all right? Uh, the man I'm speaking of is no other than Shane Boyd. Uh, played at the University of Kentucky, all right? Uh, he's a Kentucky boy, you know what I'm saying? Young Southern cat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did NFL thing. He did the, the arena league thing. He did everything, all right? And then he did the damn thing and married a WNBA basketball player. Uh, a again, champion at that. A champion with the rings and things. Uh, <laughs> my main Shane Boyd. Shane, what's good, brother? Hey, man. That's the first off, I just preach out, appreciate y'all having me on this show. I mean, I've just been listening to the first few minutes of it. Y'all boys is live on there. I thought this was going to be kind of... <laughs> <laughs> nice, easy. We're just gonna report some news, talk about some stuff. But y'all, I just nah, see you, you nah, bro. Some face of spades or whatever you drink. <laughs> you know, we, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna have to readjust. I'm gonna call it an audible. You know, I'm good at yeah, audible. yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, if you got a uh, you got a set of earphones, man, throw them in, bro. You know, what I'm saying? so we get some, just a better microphone for you. Okay, let me let me let me get a, a little bit closer to the to the things. Is this a little better? Oh, That's there you go. perfect, right? Yeah, there. Your, 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 your beautiful face. On, I had it sitting up on my uh, outstanding player, high school player of the year award. Oh, oh he's trying to flex. Oh, oh he's yeah. flexing already, JB. Uh, you, see, you, see, you see, you see, you see, you see the trophy. Lord, have mercy. It. No, it's no, it's, it's okay. not an Heisman. Okay, it's not an Heisman. But right. it's maybe equivalent to the Heisman in Kentucky. If that I can dig it. I can dig it. So, all right. So, Shane, just, just to make sure we get off on a good foot, all right? I know I got, listen, I don't, I don't know if you can see the hat. And, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, if you can see the hat a little bit. <laughs> Uh, where's the leave button? I gotta get out. Oh my god, I knew it. See, I knew it. It's like bloods, it's like it's bloods and crips in Kentucky. God damn it, I knew it. I know, Shane. I know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking it to your right. I know you're, I know you're Lexington, dude. I know this hurts your heart, but listen, I got listen, I got my people. My sister's watching this right now. I got my people who are died, died in the wool Cardinals. So I'm just saying. You know we're gonna keep we'll, we'll keep we'll, we'll keep it civil. You know, uh, you know we'll I mean, keep it civil. At, at this point, it's just I'm just praying for y'all universe. I'm just praying that y'all still have a university. All the scandal, y'all, y'all get just, just the scandal every other week. Just like, hook, just hookers and bags of cash everywhere. Yep, yep, man. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds like a party to me. They they, 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 they have some fun at, at Loserville, though. It's, no, oh, no, oh, he's cutting promos. Huh? What happened? What happened? <laughs> oh, I, I, I mess up my speech sometimes. I'm a Southern boy, so sometimes I say the wrong stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? They've they, they been dealing with me for 194 episodes now, so they got you. Don't worry about it. All right, my man, look, we got you on the show right now, man. So. Uh, first, you know what I'm saying, we want to make sure that you get a chance, you know what I'm saying, to tell people your story. Uh, you are from Lexington, Kentucky, you know what I'm saying, had the privilege of playing for the Kentucky Wildcats, you know what I'm saying, SEC school, played in the league, played uh, arena ball. So just running down to us real quick, man, tell us a little bit about yourself, let the people know who they're dealing with. Oh, man, first off, I'm, I love the Lord. I'm a strong spiritual man. I love Christ. Amen. Um, grew up. Uh, in and around Kentucky. Kentucky is what I call home base, but I was an Army brat. My mother served 26 years in the Army. 
Yeah, we said thank you. See, yes, yes, sir. I surely will. Uh, so we moved around. I was actually born in Fort Huachuca, Arizona. Who oh. knows where that's mm-hmm. at? I mean, I'm sure maybe some of the, the Arizona fans that know. Right, that's well, people know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sierra sure. Vista, <laughs> Arizona, and I've, not, I've, I've not I know where that's at. I know Sierra Vista's at. Oh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. where I was born. I ain't even been there, so uh, plan on going back one day. But I moved around. Uh, majority of my family's from Kentucky. Uh, the other side of my family's from Tampa, Florida. Um, grew up playing sports. Loved basketball, baseball, football. I've done it all. Whatever, whatever was going on in the hood, I played it all. Um, was just blessed with an arm. So when I was even when I was a kid, I, I used to make money for my uncle. I used to outthrow grown men when I was you know nine, ten, eleven years old. Yeah. I, I just I just had a knack for throwing the ball. I, I don't even take credit for it. I just I just knew how to let let the ball go, and that was on the ball diamond as well. I was a pitcher. I got drafted as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the Minnesota Twins. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, but just grew up loving sports, moved around, finally um, settled in back in Kentucky. Uh, my mother allowed me to move away from her um, and move in with my uncle. Uh, so I went to Henry Clay High School in Lexington, Kentucky, and then wound up uh, becoming uh, the top player uh, in the state of Kentucky and um, top 20 player in the nation. Back when I get, you know, they were starting to do these stars and all these, you know, whatever's going on like nowadays. Um, like, like, I, like I say, not to interrupt you, but back when it mattered, you know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. Because <laughs> right now, everybody's five star athletes. Like, you know uh, I know, right? Oh yeah, you pay a little money, put you up a highlight, and they'll send you a five star. So right. Um, but wind up uh, choosing Kentucky um, out of a lot of choices. Um, had had a pretty good career there. I mean, we when I got there, um, dealt with some. So some things with uh, 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 competition with uh, you remember Big Jared Lorenzen? Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, me and me, me and him were there together, so we was the quarterbacks at that time. Um, we can dive into some of that other stuff, but I, you know, dealt with uh, had three different head coaches. Uh, dealt with uh, 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 um, we went on probation. Us in Alabama went on mm-hmm. probation uh, those that. years, so it was it, it was a pretty tough time those years. And then, but was fortunate enough to to make it. And uh, uh, live out my dream in the NFL. So that's kind of just the gist of, of me. Uh, like you said, like you mentioned, I'm married now to an amazingly beautiful WNBA champion. Mm. And we've made two amazing sons. One is four, and one, uh, his name is Braven. And the other one's at one, and his name is Cashel. So we, we, we got us two, two boys out the deal thus far. Good deal. I got a chance to meet Braven at the game. You know what I'm saying? Braven was out there, you know, big balling, shot calling, just kind of doing what he do, you know what I'm saying, taking control of the situations. So, uh, got a chance to play in the league, right? Uh, we talked a little bit about when we were sitting there, you know what I'm saying? And me and Benny talk about this and have talked about this on the podcast and prior, uh, from prior episodes, you know what I'm saying? Check those out on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, or, or at our website, whatever, whatever, jbnbennyblueview.com. You can check out past episodes. And we talk about this a lot, you know what I'm saying? We talk about quarterbacks and we talk about the, the talent level and we talk about the skill level, you know what I'm saying? And me and you sat and talked about it a little bit uh, about the the unreachable skill, right, for a black quarterback. Like, is there a is there two different quarterback expectations in the NFL for black to white quarterbacks? Quote-unquote dual-threat quarterbacks to conventional quarterbacks. Um, I, I would lead to say, for one, it's it's gotten better. Let's just say that it is mm-hmm. where we're at today. Is I would say completely night and day different than even let's even say five years ago. True. You know, five Definitely. plus years ago, we we we've we've turned a good corner, but we still haven't turned it the, the whole way. But you know, I I had some struggles. Um, even in particular, when I was uh, playing for the Cardinals, uh, there were some situations that happened, but. You know, you you have the mindset that you get to the NFL, you think that it's the best of the best. Everybody on the team is supposed to be the best of the best and mm-hmm. at every position. Um, but then when you get there, you find out that it's not necessarily that, and especially in the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the struggles I dealt with um, stem from going back and forth uh some of it or a good amount of it was internally with trying to be a quarterback that they wanted me to be or they expected me to be as opposed to the quarterback that i was best suited for mm-hmm. so when you think about when i played uh, 
the the the, the prototypical quarterback was your six four guy, sit in the pocket, you know, deliver from the pocket. Right. But as times have changed, and 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 you can speak firsthand to, as the defensive defenses got more uh, uh, exquisite and the 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 defensive players got more athletic. Mm. I mean, I'm sure you you saw an evolution from your rookie year when you was up in Philly to, you know, by the time you you was on your way out to be like, yes, okay, these these guys is built a little different. This pass rush is a little bit different. So yes. I say that in in, in for, for the reason of. It has evolved to where you can't sit in the pocket no more. I mean, you take a Tom Brady who's like an anomaly type guy. I mean, they make it a point to make sure that he is protected at all costs. Of course. But outside of him, I mean, you look at kind of a decline of Ben Roethlisberger. That's that's going right. That's happening right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. He's getting tagged every week, and he's never been able to move, and and he's never had to move. You know, he's had success sitting there. But you look at okay, do I conform to just trying to be a pocket passer. Also, I'm only 6'1", 6'2". I'm not the tallest quarterback. So, you know, I had to do things on my own to find my own passing lanes within a pocket. One thing that was really never done or or provided for me was, you know, plays to move me out of the pocket to make mm-hmm. me uh, uh, more successful with the skill set that I had. Right. Um, I used to go back and forth. Am I a, a passing quarterback that can run or am I a running quarterback that can pass? It was always this tug back and forth. I mean, you even saw, saw it um, evolve through through Michael Vick. You know, every year we was like, Michael Vick needs to stay in the pocket. Then he tries to stay in the pocket. Then he starts getting tagged. He's not, he's not, he's not as effective. But then, as soon as he starts, you know, then the next year he's like, okay, I'm gonna just do what I do uh, uh, best and, and 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 make plays. So then right. he starts leaving the pocket. Now people want to chastise him for, oh, he he's not a good quarterback. He doesn't stay in the pocket. He's making plays on the move. So. You have that tug, and mainly uh, it, it was coming from being an African-American quarterback. I mean, a lot of us are, are very athletic. So being able to move is, as you see now, is, is for one, is, 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 a, is, is an amazing luxury mm-hmm. for play callers. You look at the, the people that are calling plays and uh, uh, put their quarterbacks in bad positions, but you got your guys like your, your Mahomes and you got your guys like your uh, – uh, 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 your Russell Wilsons and 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 Lamar's and these people that can move the pocket and get out of trouble, it saves a lot of coordinators. I think it saves a lot of coordinators, oh, yeah. but at oh, the same yeah. time, there's still this tug of do we sit in the pocket and do we not? And that was projected upon us as you know when I was when back when I was playing and then when I first entered the NFL, I used to get chastised for when I would make a play running. Hmm. hmm. I'm like, coach, what do you, I just moved the chains. Well, you, well, you, 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 you missed the read. Well, if I didn't happen to see every quarterback doesn't make every read, you got to understand that. And, and, and it, and it shows time and time again, even today. But why is it that if, if I miss a read and I still move the chains that you're chastising me for not making quote unquote, the right throw instead of making the right play. But then when my counterpart, when he makes a, 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 a scamper or he gets out of the pocket, you praise him for keeping the drive going. Hmm. And it would be right in your face sometimes. And, right. you know, you, you, you as a young, young quarterback, you don't know how to really respond to that. Because at the same time, this is a business, as JB knows. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're trying to keep a job. You're trying to keep these checks right. in so that you can, you know, take care of yourself and your family so you have this tug on you what do i do do i try and sit in the pocket and and try and deliver a throw and then i mess around and make a bad throw and then you chastise me for that as well or do i make the right play right and why is it enough for my counterpart but it was never enough for me and we can make the exact same mistake the exact same mistake and it's viewed differently or it's passed by i had a situation where you know we literally me and another quarterback uh, made the exact same mistake within practice. Uh, the coach gave, glazed by his play, but then when it came to Shane Boyd's mistake, it was he stopped the film. You know, he tried to rip me a new one, right. and I had to say something back. And but it was just it just kind of threw me like, okay, you know, what is this? Why is why am I viewed differently? So 
you know, those, those, those are some of the battles that I think we're, you know, like I said, we've, we've turned the corner a little bit, but we're still, we're still making uh, progress. And, and it's even, you guys, can just, just next time you really listen to a game, I want you to listen to the commentators. Oh, yeah. And Easy. listen to how they talk about certain quarterbacks. Listen to how they talk about Dak. Listen to mm -hmm. how they talk about uh, 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 Lamar Jackson. Listen to how they talk about these guys. And then listen to how they talk about Tom Brady. Listen to how they talk about Matt Ryan and certain other guys. Um, just listen to the words that they use throughout the game. And the significance of that is that it molds people's perception right. on that player. And you look at most fans... Um, I don't know the numbers, but I would I would guess most fans probably have not played a high level of 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 sports or football in this matter to know that okay when when the commentator says that this quarterback is this way, you know you're you're going to agree with the commentator because right. you're going to put enough uh, a trust and confidence that the commentators know exactly what they're talking about. Right. So. At times, when they talk about maybe uh, an African American quarterback, what are some of the words they use? He's athletic. Mm -hmm. he, he can he can make plays with his feet. He can get out of trouble. Right. He can get, he can get out of trouble. Mm -hmm. But then when they talk about some other pocket passers, they they use words like, "Oh, he's intelligent. Right, brilliant read. He knows, you know he knows how yeah. to break right. down a defense. He knows how to make the right reads. Right. Oh yeah, and he's athletic. Right. We got we got these guys now that they use those 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 pronouns and now they're 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 praising their athleticism mm -hmm. now so right. the emergence definitely the emergence of of like you were saying you made a great point when you talked about the emergence of football from when i came in the league you know what I'm saying when we were younger uh to when i left out of the league in 2013 uh the league is definitely faster defensive players are definitely faster uh that's no knock on the old heads but this game is way faster it's more like the game of basketball i mean being talk about it all the time you know what I'm saying it's like the emergence of nba basketball it's like nba uh and the nfl kind of follow suit with okay more points more money right so uh yeah black quarterbacks you know what i'm saying are definitely getting the short end of the stick still but of course like you said we did turn the corner uh other than that man like Benny, I know you got a couple things you want to ask. Well, yeah, I, I am curious. And Shane, you bring up a good point where now you see where, uh, like, these guys who are coming into the league are dominating at such a high level. It really is kind of doing the OC a favor where you're seeing a lot more RPO. You're seeing a lot more play designs to move the pocket and extend the play where that's celebrated. And now you're kind of seeing that tide turn with how that relates to that, you know, that quarterback really being able to do more. Like you said, this type of stuff that you might have got criticized for 10 years ago is a lot of that stuff is that's pretty commonplace like if you don't see something first second read check down's not there you're taking off you're getting 12 yards out of bounds that's that's commonplace and what i'm curious really to know is just kind of looking at your resume you know as jb said in your illustrious intro you're a well-traveled dude so what i'm kind of curious to, to know about is outside of like the obvious differences between the nfl versus really any other league oh it's less people and relative less pay depending on your position i suppose but what are some like key differences that you notice in your time from playing like being in the league but also you know, playing in arena, even doing like some stint in Canadian. What are some of, come, some of the, the, the main differences that you kind of notice that maybe, like you said, the layman fan who just listens to the commentator might not know about kind of playing at these different levels? Uh, one thing I always tell people, it was, it was arguably a lot more fun in the AFL, to be honest. More fun um, in the AFL? Yes, in the Interesting. AFL. I'm sure. And, and, I, and I think it comes from the fact of the the pressures are different um i'll also say this and i'll continue to explain the afl is harder than the nfl especially from 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 the quarterback standpoint mm -hmm. you look at a smaller field yep you look at a wall that is right yep. there and you have a guy who's in motion you know coming down towards the line so the game is much faster and and i used to ask you know i played with kurt warner and people always used to be amazed at how Kurt Warner would make these throws, throwing it off the back of people's heads. The, 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 the reads that he makes are so quick. But people sometimes forget, you know, Kurt Warner started in the AFL. Mm -hmm. so, Iowa barn burners. There you go. I didn't, I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't exactly know, like, okay, well, you, know, you know, he would explain it, but you just really don't understand it until I got to the AFL. And I remember my first throw. 
in the AFL, I flipped the guy over the wall because <laughs> I'm thinking I had enough room to lead him the way that I threw the ball. And he went into the first couple rows. Up, so I had to learn quickly, like, okay, I can't be just, you know, throwing my guys out there. But one thing, you know, the, the, the pressures were different. It's still football. You still got to run, catch, tackle, block. You got to do all that. But but the pressures were different in that it's, it, it wasn't it wasn't made difficult. Well, one thing JB can tell you, I mean, they, they I think at times NFL just tries to make it uh, more difficult than it is to maybe weed certain players out. Let's say that. Mm. Because it's it's it, this is still a kid's game. This is not a very difficult game. The only difference between team to team, JB can tell you, is probably just, just, just terminology. Right. You know, some, some some people may call it a number. Some people may call it two or three jets. Some people may call it scat. Some people, may, whatever. You just learn the terminology, but you, you still got to do the job. An out is an out. A post is a post. A goal is a goal. How you get to it or how you say it can be different. But it's, it's pretty simple. I got to drop back and I got to lay it where it needs to be at. In the AFL, same things. But like I said, it's it's the playbook is a lot smaller. Uh, the, the pressures are different. The expectations may be a little bit. I wouldn't say that they're they're, they're lesser. They're, they're, they're just different in how they, you know, the you look at uh, when when JB was talking about like like nowadays, like like basketball. I mean, it ain't. It is not unusual to see a seventy to sixty game. That's a lot of scoring. Yes, sir. That's a lot of yeah. It's a lot that's of entertainment, people. right? That's entertainment for the people, right? It's a lot yep. of DB having to have a short memory because as a DB, you're going to get scored on maybe three mm-hmm. or four times a game. Right. Where some DBs in the NFL maybe only get scored three or four times a year. Right. So the the mentality has to change. It it, it enables you to have a a, a shorter memory. Um, even from the quarterback point, I remember my first interception I threw, I, I was trying to throw the ball away out the back of the end zone, but there's a net back there. <laughs> it bounced, it bounced. So I'm thinking, it I'm definitely is a net. I'm there's a net. Play to throw it away, and I throw it, and I just throw it up, and I was saying, boing, and the dude just sitting there waiting on it. I'm like, okay, let me let me go ahead and get myself together. Like, I got I had to, I literally had to, like, erase my slate my NFL slate and say, okay, learn the AFL game. And, and I, I've never been an egotistical type of guy, but I had to make sure that any, besides the skill set of literally throwing the ball, you know, the, 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 the simplistics of that, I had to erase all my memory of that. But, um, I mean, it was so much fun. Um, and, and quarterbacks, and depending on, um, even when you look at the old AFL, I mean, these guys was making two and 300,000 mm-hmm. at one point. Now, yep. it's it, drastically went down but you know you still get some quarterbacks that were making some six figures um in some way shape or form let's say it like that so it was still a a, a very lucrative job um it was a very fun job there was a true off season last game when you when the season when you play your last game there's no otas there's no mini camps <laughs> i will see you at training camp next year wow. that was awesome so you get to go home be with your family go and do different type of things. I mean, it was just so awesome in, in, in that sense. Um, hmm. I mean, only the, the biggest thing, I mean, I missed was like, you know, NFL game day, JB will tell you. It's something It's something about running out of that tunnel and the fireworks and, and stuff is, 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 is going, is blowing everywhere and the fans are going crazy. And you just, you know, I used to take moments where I just look up. I look up, I just look up and I take a look in the stands. I take a look at my uniform. I just look down and, and really just say, "Wow, I'm an NFL player." Right. So, so that's probably the biggest thing that 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 that's really the only difference. Other than that, it's football. It's 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 it's, it's everything that that, right. that that happens on the NFL field. You got to do on the AFL field. So those are some of the differences. Nice. Good that's inter- that's interesting perspective. Um, and that, that yeah, that's uh, I yeah. That's, I feel I feel like I feel like our reviewers definitely got some insight from that. Oh sure. I'll tell you this one thing. I will tell you this. If I was fortunate enough to get another shot back into the NFL, I would be a hell of an NFL quarterback. From playing arena to going back outside, and I I can say that because I used to uh, you know in all seasons I would uh, you know help out train guys. Um, I, I would help out at my high school, and I used, you know, uh, uh, and I used, I had a stint where I coached 
uh, at an HBCU, Kentucky State. I was coaching mm-hmm. there, and I would, you know, I would, I would play scout team quarterback. And you don't know how to turn off that clock, that AFL clock. So I have to get the ball gone so quick with the, with with the AFL that it, I didn't, it didn't, uh, 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 it didn't go away. Come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. It did. It did. It didn't go away. So when I would play in in uh, outside, this is Braven. Hey, Braven. What up? Now let's just say this: one day you'll probably be talking about him on, on your podcast. Probably y'all probably have a show by then. Right, he's going you know. to be when he's all when he's all pro, when he's all pro quarterback. What's up, big boy? Yeah. There you go. That right, boy, man. So, all the lot of know before we get before we get you out of here, man. We know you got daddy do this big dog. I know how it goes. So, all the lot of know, you know what I'm saying? Like NBA, WNBA champion. Uh, so very athletic household. Like, you know what I'm saying? Braven has the uh there go the jersey right there, baby. Braven Ooh. has the luxury of having two athletic parents. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got two little athletes in the making, it's gonna be beautiful. Uh with that being said. Can you beat Misty in a game of one on one? Was literally about to ask that. Do you? Does she bust your ass on the court? You can't yeah. lie, Shane. So, so, so I'm gonna Ooh. do the rest of I'm gonna do the rest of the podcast with her championship ring on. Oh <laughs> man, love it. Zoom in dope. on this. Yeah, right, right. That's cool, though. Right. But you know, all right, shout out to our so, girls. Look, you know what I'm saying? The merch is over here. So, they in the semifinals. But look, can you? You, you see how I was just trying to deflect? That's just what I was trying to do. Was yeah. trying to them, 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 di- them diamonds. Benny called it. Benny called it. Yeah, them diamonds were dancing. Them diamonds were deflecting. All right. <laughs> so, oh so, man. Yeah, we, so, 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 yeah. We we have this debate in the household. So. Well, one thing you got to know, I, base basketball is my first sport. Mm-hmm. I lo- I've been loving basketball since Cheryl Swoops. I've been nice. loving basketball since Ooh. Michael Jordan. Come fly with me. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, that that take the VHS and I got mm-hmm. it downstairs. I saved it. So I always thought that I was going to be an NBA player. Like I thought I was going to be Grandma Ma, Larry Johnson was, was my favorite player. I thought wow. I was but then when I got to high school, it, it, it was still a possibility. So my freshman, sophomore year, I'm still playing guard. And then it just took a, a complete left. My coach moved me to center mm. as a junior because we didn't have nobody that could play center or, you know, you, you take the football player. He's going to bang down low. So right. I was a six-foot center in high school, my junior and <laughs> senior year. Hoop dreams out the door. I said, Yo. okay, well. You know what? I'm just playing for the love of the game now. Uh, I'll just go ahead and get my scholarship on the football or baseball field. But to get back to your question, yeah, I, I kill her. She, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going low on her. I'm just, I just what I'm doing. Ooh. I'm the chest. I'm putting my elbow into her chest. I'm, I'm banging low, and and I'm, I'm gonna make her earn it. And she, she just, you know, I just, I mean, I mean, I get away with a foul here and there. I mean, but what, what is that? You know, you get, <laughs> a foul here and there. You got, you got to play through it. Hey. Yeah, you gotta be tough. NBA champion. Right, yeah. She done did it. Right, she done did it. She done did it. She done played, you know, she's battling Brittany Griner every day in practice. Like, Mm. come on. She's 6'9 down there dominating. You're going up against Sylvia Fowles and all these future Hall of Famers. You could take a little little shoulder to the chest. What's that? Now, she will outshoot me. Of course, I'm about to say something. Word. Yeah, something's falling. Of course, I, I'm talking, right? yeah, yeah. I'm talking. About, I'm, I got. I got to be around the goal. That's where my success is. I, I got to get to the rack. But anything outside that paint starts to get a little bit shaky for me. So, you know, Ooh, she, 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 she's just pulling up. You know, she get a little bit jab, pull up, <laughs> and get me. A, you know, she's doing all that. But whatever. But you know. Hey, honesty is always the best policy. And we appreciate your honesty, man, because, you know, honestly, I'd like to be completely honest with you. I'd probably be like, yeah, she can't touch this. MC Hammer style. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, I mean, 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 we got, I'm not trying to get tied up in that, trying to be, look, I'm probably going to be the shortest person in my household at one point. So they they got my first son projected to be 16, Mm. and my my one-year-old is growing faster than him. So Mm. there's a chance, not even, it's a real good it's, it's probably a, a for sure. I'm going to be the shortest person in my household. Mm-mm-mm. So I have to uh, uh, assert my dominance early. So that's just what it is. I just, that's just one of the things. I just, I just got to make sure that, you know, when, when I'm looking up to everybody in the house and they're supposed to be looking up to me, mm-hmm. ah, you know. I, I got to do what I got to do. All good. I, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? As a man, that's it. <laughs> well, look, man, 
One thing we for sure appreciate you coming on the show, man. Uh, like I said, we're gonna let you head on out. We know you got that dude. We got some bills to pay, and we got the second half of our show coming up. Let the people know where they can find you on social media, man, real quick before we get you out of here. Look, Instagram, Twitter, everything. I'm Shane Boyd Seven. Shane, Shane first Boyd name, seven. last name, number seven. I try and keep it all the same. Except on TikTok. Somebody didn't stole my name. Like, why is people stealing people's names? I guess they expect me to pay for my name at some point but I just I just put an underscore I'm not about to pay you for my it was, it was, it was Rick Pitino bro it was Rick Pitino he did it to you <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said I, gotta, he's like, I gotta make some of this money back shit there you go yeah but it's, it's a Shane Boy 7 on Instagram and Twitter that's what I use uh, majority of and um, again I appreciate you guys for having me on it's pretty awesome feeling like we ain't even we, we ran out of time so we probably gonna have to do uh you know, have me on episode two fifty or something. I don't know. Three hundred. Listen, hey, I'll we'll make a bet. We need. Wait, JB, we we got to make a bet right now because I feel I feel like he answered the basketball question, but I feel like I feel like we got to get a husband and wife interview to get a point uh, a point yeah. counterpoint of what's really happening in the in the Boyd household. That's, yeah, that's yeah. You know what I mean? happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look, once you're a friend of the podcast, you are just that a friend of the podcast, and we appreciate you, big dog. You know, so yes, much indeed. Love. And no Thank drugs. Take care of them boys, man. And the family's beautiful, brother. And I'll be in touch with you, you know what I'm saying? We'll chop it up, man. There we go. Same boy, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Dante tapping and repping UK. Dante repping the UK. Yes, indeed. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Ooh, in the building. We, appre- <laughs> we appreciate you, sir. Shane tapping in here with us, man. Great interview. Great dude. Hell and, man. uh, yeah, man, uh, it definitely interesting perspective in terms of what's happening between the uh, the uh, NFL and AFL. And I'm, I even meant to mention, like, you see you see so much. JB, you said this on the show. So much of that game has been stolen and put into put into the NFL. I mean, you see it in their offenses and, and like you said, getting the ball out quick. So, yeah, man, Shane will definitely be back. We, we appreciate him tapping in with us. We appreciate you guys tapping in with us. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. as JB said, come on, man, tap in with our, our sponsor, SavageCBD.com. Use the code REVIEW for 50% off your first order and free shipping and all that. All right, baby, we got about 20 minutes left. So let's get down and crack into oh, this thing. Down and dirty. You know? Week three recap before we get into Savage Picks, all right? Oh, the Bird Gang went down to Jacksonville and won 31-19. But the town drunk, Matt Prater, tried to kick a 68-yarder, which is return for a kick six, 109 yards. Uh, JB, Cliff clearly didn't hand over the uh, the playbook on that one, the keys to the car. So, um, But uh, what'd you, what did you see in this whole this whole matchup good sir so so of course you know what i'm saying like when you do jacksonville like i talked about it you know what i'm saying last episode when you do jacksonville when you do detroit you know what i'm saying respectfully benny uh there's certain teams you're gonna play down to their level because of where you are the travel it just happens right and if you don't believe it's real you better right so uh they had to wake up you know they played well you know what I'm saying jacksonville fault shout out to them uh, they're a talented football team. Let's not make no mistakes. It's still in the NFL. So for all the Lululemons in the NFL, you know what I'm saying, there are a bunch of talented football players. So they played well in the beginning, but eventually reality sets in. Talent takes over. Skill takes over. Better teams going to win the game. Uh, we didn't make the mistakes to lose, right? So uh, the 68-yard attempt, I mean, hey, Cliff, ask Matt. Hey, you got it? Matt was like, <laughs> Put that, put that yeah, marble out. like, hell yeah, I got it. Runs on the field, and he boots it, and it was clean. It was pretty, but there was a little dude under there waiting on him, and he knocked that bitch back 109 yards. This is what it is. like. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think it's, I think it's coming up right here. Yeah, so here's where Pray, Pray a Mule kicks it. Oh, it's got the distance, but it don't got the leg. Ooh. So here's the thing. So here's the thing, right? If that thing would have been 66 yards like the one Tuck kicked, he'd have breezed he, that bitch. He, yeah, he would have hit it. A little wind in his back. We're talking about two yards. He'd have breezed that bitch now. Here, but, here's the fundamental problem, though. You do realize, though, if you are going to kick it from beyond, it, from your territory, bro, you man, you got to have hands team out there or something. you got to have something that can get, close the wedge, close so yeah, the gap. Yeah, yeah so there's definitely, you've definitely got to, like, those four wings on the edge, you got to replace those with, like, all skill players. Right, you literally gotta say fuck it. We'll we'll run the risk of getting a kick blocked. Fuck it, you right. know what I'm saying? But right. they gotta be. When you see somebody under that goalpost, ready to return that ball, you gotta rethink it. Right? Correct. You gotta either rethink it or put a different team out there. 
yeah, you, you basically got to treat it like kickoff when you're kicking it that that far. I mean, shit. But hey, they got the uh, they got the dub. They are headed to LA this week um, with a hellified NFC West matchup that uh, we are both very much looking forward to, and we will get to that here. Now, look, JB is talking about Tucker. Um, there's been a lot of noise about this topic, JB. Uh, the kiddies drop it, and what you what do you know? A Lethal Weapon 3-ass fucking scenario where we've seen this movie and the sequel. Justin Tucker did this shit to us in 2013 where he kicked the last second field goal to win. And the quote-unquote controversy that you're seeing is, oh, they missed the delay of game call. Mm. Which, technically, I suppose they did. Um, Here's the problem. I know a lot of the reviewers are expecting me to bitch moan and complain about the delay of game. And I'm not going to do it because they should they should have stopped them on 4th and 19, 4th and 22, whatever it was, to not even put them in a position to kick this right. thing. Honestly. That's how I feel about though. it. 4th and 19, yeah. though. So, uh, yeah. you're exactly right. Now, one thing that we have to take in mind is that there is a tick after that clock hits double zero. Right, Correct. so before that, and that, and that's the official rule of NFL officials for the delay of game penalty. You got 01, double click, pause, and then you throw it. Right, so they give you a second to get the ball off even after the double zero hit. So I've never seen the whole thing, but that's just kind of a some insight because most people don't even understand that and know that. Uh, that's real deal, Holyfield, right there. Uh, so if they got that little tick and they got it off, then they was in regulation. Yeah, and I mean, look, you know, Kitty's God bless them. They're playing hard. I mean, you said it at the beginning of the season. I mean, it's going to be just tough sledding for the talent level. But, hey, you know, they're right there. We have we have a nice stretch. We play the Bears this week. That is absolutely a winnable game, no doubt. Oh, yes, and we have yes, a nice sir. stretch. We got the we, we got the Bengals coming up. Listen, Bengals are playing some decent balls. So you could look up and the Kitties could be 3-3. Three and three. It's, just one, it's just one of those deals and how, how the cookie crumbles with the schedule. Um, speaking of the Bungles, JB, good God almighty, the Steelers drop on us. Why did I pick these cats at fucking Savage Picks? God damn it, shot me, ding, shot me, shot me in the foot again. Um, Roethlisberger's like officially trash at this point, and he it's like Dundada. Are they gonna bench him? Like what? What's the, the like? GM Bridges, are you are you calling Tom? Like Tom, listen, you're you're the shit. We're not gonna fire you, but damn, dude, you gotta put in like Haskins or Duck or somebody. I mean, put in somebody. Point, at this point, you know, what I'm saying they got a lot of problems, right? And it starts with the five guys in the front. Of Ben Roethlisberger. Now, Ben Roethlisberger has been a tree trunk his whole damn career with just yes. nice, sweet, subtle moves. You know what I'm saying? He has had wonderful pocket presence. That's one thing you can say about Ben Roethlisberger. His pocket presence for a big tree trunk has been really nice, <laughs> right? He slides, move, boom, 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 get the ball off, right? And then he's so big and strong, right, that when you do get your hands on him, you know what I'm saying, he can't bring his big ass down. Again, a tree trunk. Now, that tree trunk has gotten old, right? So we all know what happens to an old tree trunk. Eventually, that tree going to fall. Uh, so, right. something's got to shake. You got to either get a more mobile quarterback in the way Haskins, or you're going to have to start calling the plays different. And with Buddy that they just got, the new uh, office coordinator, honestly, man, the new quarterback is going to be the best way to go because I knew the Bengals was going to beat them, right? I just felt like the Bengals had too much offense. So, if you're going to go offense for offense, no. There's no way Pittsburgh can keep up. And then when I found out T.J. Watt wasn't playing, I was like, oh, the game over. It's a wrap. Yeah, that yeah, that, that's what shot me in the foot. But I won my parlay and I didn't put them in it. So hey, I uh, you know got got some dough. Hey, like your T-shirt, Ben Roethlisberger is rooted in the ground, baby, because he's getting smashed and dashed. Good God Almighty! Rooted, yeah. Oh my God! All right, keeping it moving here. Um, the Raiders, the Raiders beat the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, the Raiders. It'll be choking and drink. The Raiders, they beat the Dolphins in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they let the cough out to win this one. 31-28, Eric, 31-28, and uh, they moved to 3-0. Now, you look at the schedule and you see what they got coming up. They play the Chargers on Monday Night Football in L.A. this week. Easy schedule, or are they legit, do you think? Um, I got, I still got the Raiders winning, bro. Like, Ooh. I mean, we'll talk about that later, but I mean, like, the Raiders, man, I mean, they got some offense, man. And their defensive line is playing very well, and that's one thing that, that you can't, can't substitute that, man. You got D line that's just nasty, and then you got offense that throwback John Gruden. He's going back to his like Tampa Bay days, you know what I'm saying? The play calling, to be completely honest. Like, he's maintaining, keeping the ball 
David Carr, I mean, now Derek, Derek Carr's playing at a real high level right now, man. It's crazy, right? Using his weapons. Big tight end. He got rugs. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they got Jacobs in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing good things right now. And offensive line is still big and nasty. Hey, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, man, I, I don't think the Chargers got nothing for him. I think they're going to expose uh, Hubbard, man. I mean, he he, he cool, but I, I, I see him throwing two picks this game. Ooh, Herbert throwing a couple picks and so far. Yeah, I want to I want to see them be able to do more with Jacobs. I think that's going to really open their offense. But Ruggs is playing some nice ball, and listen, man, Derek's slinging it. So good for him. They're making. You know, let's ball, be clear, you know? Chargers. Let's be clear, Chargers. That is not y'all stadium. All right, that's right. the Ram Stadium. I don't, y'all, y'all just y'all y'all substitute. I don't know what the fuck y'all are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all like it's like kind of like the Jets and the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. not the Jets Stadium. That's the Giants right. Stadium. Y'all right. just bar barring that bitch. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like it's both ours. It'll just be that my house. You know what I'm saying? To my red, red and Debo with the bike, right? <laughs> dun, 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 Rest in peace to Debo. Rest in peace to Ezell, man. Yep. Ezell just died, bro. Andy Johnson, rest in peace, man. Mm-hmm. I want one hundred fifty thousand. We can settle out of court right now for twenty dollars. Benny, let's get to these picks, man. What the fuck? All right, goddammit, real quick, real quick. Salute to Coach Reed. He's out of the hospital. He said he's feeling fine. We love you, Coach Reed. Josh Gordon is signing with the Chiefs. One-year deal. Um, we've been rooting for Josh Gordon this entire podcast. Um, Josh Gordon. Is, is this going to work? Is this no. finally going to work? Fuck it up. <laughs> Just don't fuck it up. Right? Please don't. No. Please, seriously, though, please don't. Bro, just Enough. Just don't fuck it up, man. Yes, don't fuck please. It. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I can't say that. Just don't fuck it up, bro. All right. I agree. All right. We ain't going to hold back anymore. Savage picks week four. But after three weeks of picks, <laughs> JB is at 31 and 16. But ooh, the blue Dini holds a slight lead at 32 and 15. Ooh. The plot thickens, and the competition continues. Oh, buddy, going into Thursday night football, it's the Jaguars going to that big chili bowl with the Bungles, and the line is seven and a half for the Bengals at home. Bengals, no explanation. <laughs> right, what I gotta say? I agree. I think I think the uh, I think the Jags will show them some in the first half, but like you said, what, what you talked about—too much offense with the Steelers. I feel like definitely too much offense for the Jags. I'm taking the Bungles as well. All right, the Washington football team, and down to the dirty, dirty, the big Maybach, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, and the line is a point and a half for Washington Without on the road. And I agree. Uh, Washington D-line finally going to pay dividends, even though they've been playing subpar all year uh, with you know Chase Young and then uh, was it Sweat or Chubb? Is it Chubb? Sweat, right? The sweat, sweat. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so Sweat. And then, of course, those two inside cats from Alabama, like, you know, they're going to start paying dividends against Atlanta Falcons' offensive line. It's not very good. Uh, it's not going to be a, a blowout, but, yeah, the Washington football team will cover the spread on this one, and, and they'll get the W. I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Falcons Ooh. with a little bit more offense at home in a jankified game that's going to be probably hard to watch for a while, but it's definitely going to get cooking at about three and a half quarters, and I'm taking the Falcons with just a little bit more offense. I'm expecting, I'm predicting, JB, a little bit more magic, magic out of Kyle Pitts. Something's going to happen with Kyle Pitts in this game. So I'm going to take the Falcons in this one. Nice. All right, my kiddies headed to the shy, and the line is three for Chicago at home. I'm picking the kiddies, bro. Ooh. Yeah, y'all's defense is playing hellified ball. Chicago Bears offensive line is trash, right? Uh, Matt Nagy is the problem. Correct. I'm gonna say it again. Matt Nagy is the problem, right? Period. <laughs> it wasn't Trubisky. It was Matt Nagy. All right. Trubisky is a solid quarterback as you're gonna find. You just gotta put him in the right position. All right. We know Justin Fields is a talent. But you gotta put him in the right position. That offensive line is trash. Trash, garbage juice. Detroit Lions get the win. Yeah, kitties get the win because what they'll be able to do is help contain David Montgomery. David Montgomery's top five in rushing right now, but the reality is Matt Nagy. We talked about with Shane here in the first segment how he's not utilizing his skill set for his talent. Right. Justin Fields is still getting his feet wet. He's going to be put in a lot of bad positions. So shut down David Montgomery. Do just enough on offense. Um, I want to pick the kitties to get it done and beat the line. Um, but, yeah, Vegas, 
All right. Okay, we'll see. We'll see about that. The Bears aren't that great, and Matt Nagy might not make it for a few more weeks. So just keep keep your eye on that too. All right, the Titan of Titans going against the BUMS 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 bums. Oops, I mean the Jets 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 Jets, and the line is seven and a half for the Titans in their rented stadium in, in uh, the Meadowlands, sir. Titans, uh, Titans. Yep, Titans too much. Gonna make it. Gonna make it hard. Even though the defense is not great, we're gonna make it. Gonna make it hard for uh, Zach Wilson. All right, keeping it moving. The brownies going to the and the line is two and a half for the Browns on the road. As long as Baker Mayfield don't fuck it up, the Browns will be fine. So I got the Browns. This one's scary. I wouldn't bet this one because I do feel like the Browns are going to play down to the Vikings bullshit. But I do think that they're going to win. Vegas is, is sneaky with that two and a half because that might it, they might win by a field goal. Honest, right. honest to God, like you like you were saying about. You know, Cardinals traveling out to Jaguars. This might be that sort of deal for the Browns. So I'm taking the Browns as well. All right, Chad Cars Colts going to the Bermuda Triangle and going against the Dolphins. Coming off a tough loss in overtime. And the line is one and a half for the Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett, the Dolphins. Former Colts. Jacoby Brissett playing against his former employee team. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I still think the Dolphins have a great nucleus. Uh, Defensively, I think they still fly around. And I still think the Colts are in trouble. Um, so yeah, in the words of Trick Daddy, take it to the highest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Miami. Miami, yeah, yo, 305. Get oh the my god. Oh, in the words of Rick Ross, no, sir, not me. I ain't picking the Colts. I'm picking, sorry, Chad, I'm picking the Dolphins, bouncing back for a win at home. I'm taking them. JB, intriguing matchup. Your former employer, the Carolina Keep Pounding Panthers, hit a. How about them cowgirls? I mean, them cowboys. And the line is four and a half for the cowboys at home with a Christian McCaffrey less, if I'm not mistaken, Carolina Panthers, JB. Yeah, and that's going to mean a lot. Uh, but at the same time, with the dope rhyme, um, they got a quarterback that can deliver, right? Uh, I'm going to bank on Carolina's defense doing more than Dallas's offense, all right? Uh, I love Dak, but I think Dak's going to turn the ball over a couple times. Everybody's overlooking the defense of Carolina because there are no names, it's true. right? Man, they play ball, and they play ball at a high level. Uh, Dallas' offensive line is still not that deal. They're going to try to push the run, but it's okay, right? I think Carolina gets it done late. I think Dak throws a couple turnovers, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a fumble by Zeke. I think he goes back to his fumbling ways, and I think Dak throws an interception. I think Carolina comes out there with a win. Okay, well, uh, as much as it pains me, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I think they're going to try. I think it's going to be a a score-for-score type matchup. But I think the Cowboys are going to pull away and put a little bit too much pressure on that Panthers defense without having a, enough firepower, I think, to keep up on offense, particularly with Christian out. I mean, you know, listen, CD, CD's making plays. Amari's making plays. They have a nice two-headed monster. I think that's better than just relying on Zeke. And, uh, you know, Schultz tight end. They, they, I mean, listen, man, Cowboys, Cowboys actually kind of have a squad. Are they amazing? No. Yeah. But I think they are going to uh, win this one. All right, it's the G man heading down to that big gumbo bowl, baby. And the Saints are marching in seven and a half for the for the LASIK Jameis led Saints at home, sir. I wouldn't bet the line, but I am gonna go with the Saints. Yep, I agree. the The, the Giants are just janky, and it's in you. You do feel like that's almost like a coaching thing too, because they have too many weapons on offense to be that janky. And uh, the Saints, when they get rolling, they can get some firepower. And, you know, Cam Jordan might be fucking, you know, powerbombing old Danny Dimes Jones. So I'm taking the Saints as well. Definitely a possibility, right, with that O-line. All right, Chiefs Kingdom going to the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. JB's drafting team in the line is a yet another 7.5 for the Chiefs. Wouldn't take the line, but I'm taking the Chiefs. And I'm saying that because I don't, oh, think, the Chiefs, I don't, I don't think the Chiefs know exactly who they are right now. Right, uh, that's I think, true. I think they need some. They got some soul searching to do. I think their defense is kind of letting them down, uh, putting the offense in some bad situations. I think that offensive line is not as good as they say it is, uh, as revamped as it is. They ain't paying dividends right now. Um, Philadelphia is going to play hard at home, right? You can bet your ass. I, I think they got a winner in Jalen Hurts, who short memory things, and he just comes out and plays the next game. I love what he said. Quote wise, he said, Do you take a shit basically? Do you sit and look at the toilet and watch it? No, you flush it down and and then and, and, and you leave, right? So, uh, Kansas City's gonna get the win, but it's gonna be ugly. Yeah, I mean, 
They got they got some soul searching to do. Definitely, I do think just because they have too many weapons, they they get the W. Jalen Hurts might be in a, in a position that Shane was alluding to, where maybe he's not in the right situation. Maybe Jalen Hurts ultimately has to end up somewhere else. I think that that well, might be a possibility. It's not even that, bro. I, I got faith in that young coach, but they just don't have what it takes to win right now, right? They just don't have Tal- it, right? That, that talent wise, yeah, you might yeah, be right. Yeah, that D yeah. line is all banged up. You know what I'm saying? Defensive backfield questionable. No uh, running game. They yeah, got Goddard no Earth game. still, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no running game. O line, you know what I'm saying? Kind of patchwork. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, no, I think yeah. he's good. I believe in the young, uh, the young coach, man. I think they're gonna be okay. All right. Now look, the Texans and now the mafia and the Lions. A disrespectful sixteen and a half for the Bills Mafia up there in upstate New York. Jesus. Again, I wouldn't take the line, but I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, this is this is where the this is where the bills are going to start paying dividends, and uh, I'm definitely I'm taking the I'm going to take the money line on this one as part of my new segment. I'm going to roll out blues bets where I'm going to give you three bets. I won my parlay last week, and that included the uh, bird gang covering. So shout out to the bird gang for covering. Um, so I made I made it I made a nice two fifty off sixty dollars last week. So shout out to the bird gang for that. Uh, but I'm taking the bills as well. All right, JB, here we go. Bird gang, end of the Rams, and the line is four and a half for the Rams at home. Make your case for the Bird gang. I ain't making no case. I'm going to tell you what's fucking going to happen. All right? <laughs> the Rams are a machine, all right? And everybody gives them a whole lot of credit. But see, you got to be able to match up with the Rams, all right? Talent-wise, they ain't played nobody as talented as them yet, all right? But guess who's coming that's as talented or more talented than them? Us, all right? The only problem is going to be if Cliff Kingsbury – can call a complete game, all right? If Vance Joseph makes sure that we plays that zone as opposed to playing that bullshit man and getting our ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, like other teams playing that bullshit man and miscues and then Deshaun Jackson going over the top, all that shit. Their offense is a machine. Now, this is a known opponent, right? It ain't like we just start playing these motherfuckers, right? So we're very knowledgeable of what they can and can't do. Of course, they got a new defensive coordinator, but we don't care nothing about that. I think their defense is not as good as it's been in past years. All right, and I feel like if we play our game solid, no mistakes, a little, a little of no mistakes, I think we beat them in the fourth quarter, point blank, clear, period, no Ooh, problem. buddy. So listen, a game like this, as you mentioned, they're all they're almost equal footing on all three phases with talent, right? So when you have a game like this, when they're that close, you got to look at who's behind the wheel, Sean McVay and Cliff, and I don't trust that line. But I do think the Rams win. I think the Rams win by three because I think Cliff fucks them over somehow. Mm. And it's not a talent thing. It's not going to be a Vance Joseph thing. I think this is going to be a game where it's like, yo, Cliff, you got to step your shit up in this division. And I feel like that's what's going to do it. It's not going to be talent. It's going to be something that happens with Cliff. So I'm going to take the Rams, but, oh, man, I'm definitely going to be watching that one. All right, JB, it's the the, uh, Seattle. They don't even deserve it no more. They're oh, playing. no! They are playing some Jakey Ball. They're headed to the Bay uh, Area. Yeah, they don't even get the squawks no more. You know what I'm saying? They've been they got to win. Big, they got to win to get it back. Yeah, the line is three. Hey, hey, they headed to the big ooh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ooh. 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 Oh, man. The <laughs> line is three for the Niners at home. I can, I can buy that. Right? I can buy that. I think the Niners, you know what I'm saying, they're going to do their thing. And I think Seattle ain't going to be able to do it. You know, they're not going to be able to keep up. So, yeah, I got the Niners. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the I'm taking the Niners as well. Don't really need a, a ton of explanation. I mean, you talk about soul-searching. They they uh, they really need to um, figure it out as well. All right. Now we got quote the Raven Nevermore going up to mile Ooh. high. And the line is one for the Broncos. If I'm not mistaken, JB, um... Aren't uh, aren't uh, Jerry Judy and and Hamler both out yeah. for the Broncos? Isn't that yeah. correct? And then we got a couple of injuries, you know, what I'm saying for the Ravens and so on and so forth. But I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this, and I think Lamar Jackson does enough to get it done. Uh, and then uh, I think, of course, you know, what I'm saying like one thing about the Ravens, they play to the fucking end of the game, and even correct. like two minutes after. So uh, John Harbaugh, shout out to him, man. Um, they just, you know, what I'm saying they they just got it cracking, man. At this point, so. 
It is what it is. I think, and then, of course, Lamar, man. I think Lamar is coming of age, and he's just playing really good ball right now. So right. I got to go with Baltimore. Right. I'm taking the Ravens as well. What I was saying about the Raiders earlier in our, our Week 3 recap is that I feel like the Broncos are a solid team, but they definitely got the benefit of a schedule of mm-hmm. who they were playing early. I think you're going to start to see a slide, maybe a two- or three-game slide for the Broncos starting now, especially with the injuries. And I think it starts with this game. Uh, so I got the Ravens as well. All right, it's the fucking Big Ben-led Stillers going into the boom, 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 go, pack, go, and the line is seven for the Packers. Honestly, I think I feel like that should be higher, but what, what do you think about this one, sir? I think the betters are going to be just fine on this one because Green Bay's going to get the win. Mm-hmm. And they I agree. The line. Yeah, I agree. I think, that, I think they win and they cover. Oh, JB, Ooh, Sunday Night Football. Tom fucking Brady, kid, going back to your pants, dude, for the first time since he left. And the line is seven for the Bucks on the road, who just signed uh, Richard Sherman. Just signed Richard Sherman. Uh, I That's an upgrade to their defense, by the way, because they do play a lot of zone, and he's mm-hmm. one of the best zone cornerbacks that's ever played this game. So um, I'm just curious to see how the fans are going to accept him. Yes. Uh, and if they do anything less than pay homage, then they're dirty as fuck, right? But at the same time, we are talking about Bostonians here, right? So right. Uh, we're talking about, they, you know, they'll cuss their mama out, you know what I'm saying? So right. uh, we'll see what happens. But, of course, I think Tampa Bay gets the win. I think they'll confuse young Mac Jones. Uh, don't Please don't think for a second they're going to have a showing like they did last week because this is a Bill Belichick-led team. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're going to be prepared to play. So uh, it's going to be closer than you think. Uh, Tampa Bay will end up winning it late. I think Tampa Bay will start leaning on the run a whole lot more because they, it opens up the passing game. It opens up the play action for them. The whole no risk and no biscuit thing with Bruce, uh, and then you know what I'm saying uh, Byron Leftwich is gonna adopt that, and of course, I'm pretty sure him and Bruce are sitting there chopping it up as we speak. Like, look, we gotta start leaning on the run. We gotta start doing what we're really good at, and that's gonna open up things. So, yeah, yep. Tampa Bay all day. So, look, I'm gonna pick the Bucks too, and I w- I would be very wary of this line. JB, here's my prediction for this game. I feel like with Bill's defense and scheme and knowing Tom, they're gonna play him tough. They're not they're not they're not gonna lay an egg like they did last week. Right. So this game this game is gonna come down to probably the last two or three minutes. Here's my prediction for the for the 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 the. Hey, fucking kid, get me a Sam Adams. Those guys at <laughs> the end of, from Boston from Boston future sponsor. Um, What's going to happen is the Bucks are going to be down, and they're going to be in a position to take the lead to win in a drive, and the fans are going to turn, and they're going to root for Brady to come back and win. That's my prediction. A game-winning drive from the Bucks, and all, and when they score, the fans are going to fucking lose their mind that Brady got it done. That's my prediction. All right, JB. And finally, it's the itty Boston, the fucking Barstow, Bakersfield, San Antonio, Vegas, Oakland, Los Angeles, formerly Raiders. Henderson. Henderson Raiders. Pardon me. Henderson Raiders going to the San Diego Supercharger. Pardon me. The LA, we're renting the stadium. Chargers. And the line is three and a half for the Chargers at home. Even though like, it's going to be all Raiders, I, I feel like the Chargers will be back in uh, in San Diego in the next two years, right? I feel like that. I feel like just I feel like they just they should just go, yeah. I feel, and I feel like they're just like literally just trying to work out some things as far as like trying to build a new stadium for them. But I feel like they're gonna make a return back to San Diego because the whole LA thing ain't working for them. Uh, uh, with that being said, <laughs> and I ain't got nothing to say, right? Well. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm picking the uh, I'm picking the Chargers in this one in a good Ooh, close game. So I do I do think the Chargers are gonna steal one. Don't really have a lot of good reason. That's just what it is. All right, we're gonna see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong, and that's it. Doctor Bridges, what are your words for the people before we get on up out of here, sir? Don't don't be dumb. All right, point blank period, man. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter at JB and Benny Blue. You know what I'm saying? All social media platforms and on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For all content, fuck with us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, share, like, subscribe. Please do all of that five-star. We need all of that thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fuck with JB. My, yeah, that's me. My podcast, Burning Bridges, live streaming on Tuesday, 7.30 Pacific Time, 10.30 Eastern uh, on Twitter. Uh, all about the Birds Sports Network. I'm sorry, uh, AAT Sports underscore. All right. Uh, you can find us, you know what I'm saying, live streaming and catch us on YouTube as well. Uh, thank you, Nando. Nando, appreciate, appreciate you, bro. Man. 
Thank you, we sir. Appreciate you, my man. Another great yes, show. Indeed. We appreciate everybody that tapped in. Uh, yeah, so fuck with my podcast on Tuesday. Uh, again, man, fuck with us on social media, on YouTube. If you want to inquire about being a sponsor, hit us up on at JB and Benibu at gmail.com. Uh, you got questions, you want to leave hate mail, show TD pics, whatever. <laughs> I don't see it no way. I'm just saying. But, Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> but you want to fuck with us, man, JB and Benibu review at gmail.com. Hit us up, man. We do have a line if you want to call us and leave us a note, man, or just a little drop a little line. Benny, what is the number for that? 818-850-2804. Who, Mike Jones? That's 818-850-2804. We will play it on the show. So that's the advantage. We love the comments and the questions we've always been getting, but damn it, if you want to hear your voice on our show, give us a message on the Savage Hotline. We will play it, I promise. Yeah. And we appreciate everybody (laughs) that tapped in, man. Of course, I can't see these things. Benny can't. But uh, everybody that jumped in, show a little love, just say, you know what I'm saying, just kind of peeking in to see what's up. Listen to the show for three or four minutes. Everybody that commented, man, you know what I'm saying, we appreciate all that. Uh, yes. We will be back, all right, next week, 7.30 Eastern. Uh, I'm sorry, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern mm-hmm. uh, with our live stream. When the hell does time change, Benny? When is that? Uh, we're officially, well, we're yeah. officially in fall right now, right? Right. Yes, correct. Okay. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted. We'll let you guys yes. know exactly, you know what I'm saying, when yes. things are going to change. But other than that, keep rocking with us. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of our sponsors, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all to death. Uh, have a wonderful night. Enjoy the weekend of football. Be safe. And, yes, uh, indeed. Until, ne- until next time. Yeah. We are out, baby. Peace Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.